Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. It's testimony time. Week after week, as we hear this, these testimonies, we are encouraged to give. We are encouraged to listen to the word of God and to believe. Today's testimony is from Eugenia Mabnakom, who's a film star from New Sight Region. And Mabi says, My testimony is about how I received miracle money through the flow prayer service. That Tuesday morning, I was so broke that I had just 48 pesos in my Momo account. During the flow prayer service, it was almost offering time and daddy encouraged us to give. I felt the money was too small to give, but I gave it anyway. The next day, I received twice the money my mom usually sends me and it's a miracle because that was the first time I was receiving such an amount. I believe it's because of the offering I gave. I really thank God for providing miraculously for me and I want to urge you to give everything every time you have the chance, no matter how big or small. God is faithful and is still performing many miracles and you receive yours if you believe. Hallelujah. If you weren't able to give an offering before, I believe that this is a good chance to encourage you to pick your phone and give your offering again. This week has been my favorite week because we've been celebrating our daddy from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday down to today and we're going to be cutting a cake for him we had a wonderful concert on thursday and we're crowning the celebration with the cutting of this cake please stay tuned well on this on the 14th of may we know that we had such a special person born bishop dykewood mills thursday was his birthday and in honor of him we have a birthday cake here which says Happy birthday, Bishop Dag, from all of us in Aediasi. Yeah. And we have put our AA logo there for him to know that it's from us. We want to say, Daddy, God bless you. It's been such a privilege. We are happy our paths crossed you. And so we want to cut this cake. All of you bring your hands. I have with me everyone you see as part of the production team here. And we want to say, Happy birthday. Ready, girl? Happy birthday! God bless you, Daddy, from all of us here. Amen. Amen. Now, if you're over there, just hold on. You're going to get a piece of this cake. We'll show you what to do. God bless you. 
Hallelujah. We have come to my favorite part of the Word Online service where we get to hear anointed words from our pastor, Sister Joy Felipe Bruce. We've been learning about obscurity for some time now, and I just can't wait for what she's going to teach us and make us understand today. I want you to stand to your feet, put your hands together, and help me welcome Sister Joy Felipe Bruce. Hi everybody, good morning. It's another Sunday and it's such a joy to be with you. I hope that you've enjoyed every part of the service up until now with all the interesting surprises that by the grace of God we're able to bring your way each Sunday. God bless you for being a part so far and we thank God for every testimony that we hear and everything that he's doing in our lives even as we are apart. It's amazing. This is week number nine. <laughs> week number nine tell your neighbor when the unexpected happens hey, it's the unexpected is a real one but you know the beauty of it is that god is keeping us and more and more people are being are just settling into it and he's helping us in every single way and we thank him this past week also we have really enjoyed our father's birthday i think you should put a hand together for yourselves hallelujah amen it's been a privilege to celebrate such a great man and i especially just want to to commend first the virtual choir you've done your best amen it's not easy at all to do your part where you are you know and then we also had our film stars charlie you blew us away you blew us away hey you have managed to add the presence of ghana to your film my god my god my god and i have to say the editing team you have been team one in fact it's been really good hallelujah so we thank god for all the victories and all the things that he has done with us through us and for us amen it's another time for the word online and i want you to just bow your head we're going to pray those of you who join us exclusively by uh, um, the flow that means you're always just watching you're also welcome and those of you who are part of the attending church and you find yourself home so this is all you have you're welcome as well let us pray father thank you so much for all that you have done with us and for us we're so grateful that we are alive today we're so grateful that in the midst of all that's going on, you have just preserved our lives. Thank you for every testimony. Lord, people who have had the disease and have survived it, I thank you for them in the name of Jesus. I thank you that each one who is still not well, Lord, you're going to touch them and raise them up. May the percentage of death never increase in Jesus' name. I pray also thanking you for the past week, thanking you for all those who so willingly put their hands to work. God, I ask that you will bless them as we come before your word i pray lord that this word will be a word in season to meet us exactly where we need help us to pick up what we need to rise up and to live a victorious life this i ask in jesus name amen and amen well last week i started a series with you i was giving you keys to coming out of obscurity why why somebody may say are you not proud to even be thinking that you want to come out of obscurity should you not be obscure well you are preaching another gospel because my bible doesn't tell me that and so let's go back to the central scripture which is bringing up this whole um, discussion and it's in matthew chapter 5 verses 13 to 16 you are the salt of the earth but if the salt has lost its savor wherewith shall it be salted 
it is thenceforth good for nothing tell your neighbor i don't want to be good for nothing our father has preached a full camp full camp on this what it means to be good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden underfoot of men you are the light of the world a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick and it giveth light unto all that are in the house let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven hallelujah the lord has a purpose for you and for me and there's a reason why he's left us here on earth to be salt so that when life is dull when life is uh, is unpalatable when life has no joy in it the salt is what comes to bring taste the salt is what comes to preserve and that's why you find out that everywhere that god has been taken out the bible has been thrown out god has been thrown out you see that the life there begins to fall into so much depravity and the reason is because the salt which preserves is not there he made us to be something that has an influence and so if you are just there the bible says if you are not salt if you have lost your savor so you are a christian you are there of no use your family cry doesn't make any difference that you are a christian he says that you are good for nothing the only thing you are good for is to be thrown away so they'll throw you away then some goats that's passing will be walking over you it says to be trodden underfoot and I, i i want you to listen because it may be the reason why you are down it may be the reason why you are down that he placed you somewhere to be salt and you have been in that place but you are not salt and so you find out that you are just being trodden down and this is the situation in many parts of the world where christians have just abdicated their role they don't stand for anything they don't say anything they are just there and you see that the world is now treading on them and even their basic human rights are being denied yeah i'm not talking about countries under you know oppression no i'm talking about so-called free places where everybody can speak except the christian everybody can bring their idea no matter how debauched it is everybody can stand up and say anything is my right is my this is my that they can say anything they want to say except a christian you see and the reason is that you were salt and we have been placed here assaulted if we don't let our salt work hey me i don't want to be trodden underfoot you know i don't want to be trodden underfoot i don't want to be there suddenly you don't have a voice yeah but think about it oh think about it some of you in your office you don't have a voice as you are there people are busy talking they are bringing their their lewd jokes around you and, and, and because you are salt that has no salt you are there depressed because what is around you where you are your spirit cannot take it and the bible says that You'll be thrown out to be trodden underfoot they're just walking over you you have roommates they are doing what they want you are just trodden underfoot hey may you be delivered in the name of jesus it goes on to say that you are light it says that if the city is on a hill you can't hide it so god did not plan to hide us he didn't plan to hide us he planned that where we are you and how we are and who we are it cannot be hidden that was his plan then he says even men men with all our limitations and foolishness cry when we light a candle we find a candlestick and put it so that it will shine how much more god who is far more than we are 
he never created us to be some obscure obscurities that are just there to be brushed over he left us there to bring light into the world and the world is so dark right now and that's why your light must shine amen your light must shine some of you you are in homes where both of your parents their jobs depend on being able to go out and do things daily and ever since this virus came they have not been able to do that and there's despair in the house and you too you have sat in the despair some but god called you to be a light in that high house to rise up share a word with your parents you would never look they will appreciate it so much you think that is nothing you think it is nothing i remember many years ago one time there was a crisis in my home and we were just tense in the house every there was silence and i was a baby christian i'd become a christian that year and i remember as i looked i wondered what can i share i had been learning scriptures and one of the very first verses that i learned to quote was philippians 4 6 and 7. so i went to my parents and i said to them that we are in trouble but the bible says be anxious for nothing but in all things by prayer and supplication make your request known to god and the peace of god that passes all understanding will fill your heart and mind in unity with christ jesus rsv version so i shared it i thought that they hadn't heard me but later that day my mother came into my room that night and she said to me where is that scripture show it to me yes show it to me show it to me i need to tell you that god delivered us from that situation but it was when my mother came to ask me where is that scripture i realized that the scripture had entered into her heart and had given her a little hope and she needed to be able to go and take her bible and read it again and receive some strength i don't know who i'm ministering to this morning you are the light in the house rise up and shine you are the candle the lord has lit stand up in the candlestick and let your light shine in the darkness and encourage everybody who is around you some homes that fear is so much because the people in the house somebody works where the virus is walking it's not easy to put your mind at rest you wonder every time the person is coming home the person wonders what am i bringing home and those of you who are in the house to wonder that hey what's the name ringing hey rise up you have your weapons use them the weapon of prayer the weapon of communion the weapon of the oil the weapon of the way use it you are the light you are the light anyway you are taking me off my sermon <laughs> hallelujah and so you know i've spoken to somebody eh? i spoke to you last week and i said obey god i believe that's the word of god that i'm speaking to you this morning and so if that is your word please pick it and act on it amen the first key i gave you to coming out of obscurity i told you obey god obey god and so if what i've said is what you need take it and use it and i shared with you <clears throat> i beg your pardon how you will hear him and i gave you so many practical examples today i want to go on you know if you missed part one i hope they've put it on the podcast just go and listen to it because i need to move on to part two the points are so many hallelujah the second thing we are talking about how to come out of being obscure being something that is never needed or seen or or even just there the second key quite close to the first but with a certain dimension on it believe in god's word believe believe in god's word one thing is to obey but it also the second key is oh believe believe in the word listen let's read the scripture remember we've been talking about abraham 
we've been talking about abraham romans chapter 4 and verse 3 says for what saith the scripture abraham believed god and it was counted unto him for righteousness abraham believed god and you see this is a man who was obscure we didn't know him he was from somewhere sitting somewhere just there his father's son married no child liking his nephew that's all he was just there he rose to the thing that he has today by the obedience that he showed by obeying god because he believed god the bible says that he believed and god gave him several instructions when he from chapter 12 in genesis leave your father's house chapter 13 he's still giving him instructions you see after lot and him were separated then he says lift up your eyes and look north east west south this is what i'm going to do for you and abraham believed him at that time you see the reason why we are using the word believe is because the thing was not there one child i didn't have you are telling me that you are giving me this me and my offspring i don't even have one so it means that when i die my name will not continue but the bible says he believed he believed i mean you've got to believe god if you are in 90 something years 100 and something you have stopped sleeping together husband and wife because Charlie, at the end of the day is exercise <laughs> it, <laughs> it demands energy but it takes something to believe when go to your friend, hey this is what god says so so this is what we are going to do amen many of us we think we believe god if you want to know whether you believe god or not think to yourself what do i do when i'm in trouble what is my first action my first reaction is what those of you who are students when you don't pass a paper what's your first reaction for some of you after that yes then stout words against the lord hey you didn't you see it's a sign that you don't believe him you don't believe him you believe to a point you don't believe him you have not given over in a certain way and that is you see that is why we need to do this um study that we are doing do you believe god i want to take us to genesis chapter 26 to see how somebody who believed god behaved genesis 26 i'm reading from verse 1 and this is during the life of isaac the son of abraham a severe famine now struck the land as had happened before in abraham's time so Isaac moved to Gerar, where Abimelech, king of the Philistines, lived. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt, but do as I tell you. Live here as a foreigner in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. I hereby confirm that I will give all these lands to you and your descendants, just as, solemnly I, as I solemnly promised Abraham, your father. You see, this was a time of adversity the bible says a severe famine you see it is like what is going on here today the world is in a severe famine people are finding that you see almost everything is affected in one way or another some more severely than others there are countries in which whole businesses that we have known for generations they have disappeared I was so shocked to hear is it uh, British Airways or who who is letting go 42,000 staff and I'm like when you let go 42,000 who is left or oh, what is left 42,000 there are people who have not received their last month's salary they don't know if they are going to receive a salary again somebody said to me I don't even know if I have a job yeah and you see and when it starts at one end 
it continues so so many people are not going to work so so many taxi drivers uber drivers truck truck drivers are not really seeing top they're not getting much and so so much petrol is not being bought and because of that that one too income has gone down are you there yeah, yeah it, it's just moving on like that moving on it's a famine it's a famine you see so the famine had struck now when a famine strikes the logical thing is to move from where there's famine to where there's food interestingly enough in this particular pandemic there's nowhere to go <laughs> because it has hit the world right there there's no, you can't if I, the places where you used to go those are the places where you don't even want to go now yeah yeah it's just like Charlie, if you are in the village, the further, the further away you are from crowds and from the better, the better, the better. You see. Anyway, so in this situation, Isaac had said he was moving and he was gonna go to Egypt, which is where everybody went in order to get some relief from the famine. You see. So that was the logical thing to do: go to that place, go to the place where there's food, and then the Lord comes and says, "No, stay here." where there's famine stay in this place that doesn't even make sense stay here you see i love to use the example of our father where in those days when he qualified as a doctor it happens now but not as much as it was then in those days if a class of 54 doctors qualifies 54 doctors will leave the country after house job and go that's how it used to be now you have percentages but in those days it was 100 percent and then god spoke to him this way don't go don't go meanwhile the church that he was leaving him for some few nursing students and some few secondary school boys who gives up an opportunity to go outside for that you see but if god says it and if you believe god and if you believe the word of god you see that idea that came into your mind unbidden that was god that scripture that you read and it was as if out of the verse that thing just jumped at you that is god that preaching that you were listening to and out of all the sentences something seemed to strike you in your stomach that is god so it doesn't have to necessarily be that he has appeared to you physically i mean come on let's be serious let's be serious how many of us have seen him physically and the reason why it is not physical is because christianity is it's, it's a religion of faith you see as i'm sitting here i'm seeing my production team i don't need any faith <laughs> oh i believe that they are here then is i believe you are behind them the, the camera because uh, i believe that you are behind the laptop no 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 i can see so the thing that you are seeing is not a faith something so the reason why it is a faith thing is because he's not going to appear to us like that how many times have you prayed dear lord yes wow <laughs> uh, dear lord <laughs> i worship you today keep keep going keep talking is that how it is <laughs> i mean can you imagine Amepa, you're gonna have your quiet as you say good morning lord i came to say this. then the lord says good morning my daughter <laughs> hey you won't even finish the prayer again you know but it's because it's not like that 
that is why we are talking about believing that believing is necessary when the seeing is not happening yeah it's not when you see it's when you don't see that's when you need to believe hallelujah so here was a circumstance famine nothing is working it's so similar to where we are now you see and then god says don't take the logical way out take my way out and that's what i'm preaching to you about this morning what's god saying about that thing on top of that the man was a foreigner you see when you are in a land that is your own home you are a citizen of the land so at least there's some safety in that but when you are a foreigner in a land under distress it's not simple it's not easy and that was isaac's situation but i thank god it didn't remain like that let's continue we're gonna jump but i suggest to you that this week take some time to study genesis 26. let's jump to verse 12. when isaac planted his crops that year <laughs> that year not another year that year of famine he harvested a hundred times more grain than he planted for the lord blessed him he became a very rich man and his wealth continued to grow he acquired so many flocks of sheep and goats heads of cattle and servants that the philistines became jealous of him wait what grows during a famine what grows during a famine <laughs> only hunger <laughs> but you see i need you to say see that isaac believed god if he had not believed god he would have not gone to sow the seed in the time of famine it was his faith in god that was wicked not his seeing you see we are in a time when people don't even understand what faith is and that is why somebody will tell you that as you have given an offering you are a fool he is faithless you are doing what you believe and that's the way to come out of obscurity can you not see the story here was this guy he started from the outside foreigner in a place where there is a need and he advances by believing what god says he advances to become one a man with a hundredfold harvest two a wealthy man now we are seeing things we don't even know how they came the sheep goats cattle to the extent that others envy you when god blesses you it is true others envy you yeah it's true eventually others envy you is part of life you see but i need you to note that it's the man's believing that was working let's continue so finally in verse 26 the king came and told him that listen find some way to go you are too powerful for us they began to fear him until genesis chapter 26 one day king abimelech you have stuck the man he has gone isaac has moved then one day king abimelech came from gera with his advisor ahuzath and also fickle his army commander why have you come here isaac asked you obviously hate me since you came, kicked me off your land listen to their reply they replied we can plainly see that the lord is with you so we want to enter into a sworn treaty with you let's make a covenant swear that you will not harm us just as we have never troubled you it wasn't totally true but at least they hadn't killed him we have always treated you well and we sent you away from us in peace and now look at how the lord has blessed you please you just don't worry us what 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 had happened the man had prospered 
you see and now here they are these people who you see initially they gave him a place to stay when he now began to come out of obscurity and to be so great they began to be afraid for themselves and so they said please move but after he moved they realized that hey we better make him his our friend we better make him our friend listen when god lifts you out of obscurity your enemies cry will want to become your friends yeah your enemies will want to be your friends you see he had gone they now followed him and came and said please we came to remind you ability. you came to stay with us so please remember why the man had come out of obscurity he had become a powerful man he was not seeking to fight and this is how it is when you become somebody who god's eyes are on you have believed him and he is now blessing your believing and blessing your faith go through your bible comb through you will see that for all the patriarchs and those who believed god this pattern happened often you see that they came out of obscurity whether it's old testament or new testament they came out of obscurity they became people who in the new testament say hey, these people who turn the world upside down they have come even under persecution they thrived even under difficulty they were not obscure it was so much so that the bible tells us of how peter will walk down the road and people are spreading there please let my cloth be here if a shadow touches it and i put it on my person the person will be well they gathered crowds without effort and this was at a time when life was rough people were killed for nothing and so i just need you to see they were a light a shining light and so it is up till now rise up from where you are and say that i believe god and open your scriptures and as you open what you read decide that i believe it it's a decision it's not a feeling yeah many people think that i need to feel if you are going to wait until you feel your life will certainly be in a disaster because a lot of feelings are telling lies young man as you were walking around you saw that girl say ah she's beautiful because of that you follow her you discover that behind the beauty is witchcraft yeah, we don't follow feelings like that that's why you don't just walk around and say ah, okay i'm marrying this one no because your feelings will lie to you today you are up tomorrow you are down for no reason is that what you want to follow it's a decision i believe god god said it and i believe it and that is what brings me to key number three and key number three is talking to us you see i'm telling you how to come out of obscurity the situation we are in is very similar to what isaac faced a famine in the land we are all there we are all there you are also there it's true that we are not under a certain full lockdown and you can get up and go to town but i mean you get up and you just go and do the things you have to do and you get back many 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 things and i remember one of the things that struck me there's a large hotel in the city hey when i realized not only is it not working doors are closed gates are shut i said hey good my good god where are all the hundreds of workers from this large place how are they even eating what money are they getting do they still have jobs will it rise up again will it ever come back to normal hey you should know that we are in a situation and you should know that you need your faith and your believing more than ever before we are continuing 
Key number three, very closely associated. Pay your tithes. <laughs> Pay your tithes. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. Please, if you feel like insulting me, that's your pro that's your, your privilege. You know. But it won't make me change the point. You are a Christian. You want to come out of obscurity. Your tithes and your offerings are one of the things that you need to do. Pastor, <laughs> but you say, hey, wait, 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 wait. Coming out of obscurity also requires a certain financial power, which you won't have when you don't type. When you are there and you follow the principles of the world, the principles of the world, principle number one, don't type. Principle number two, no offerings. Principle number three, if you feel like being kind, you do a few arms. Principle number four, take loans. Principle number five, take another loan to take the loan that you had before. Principle number six, start your business with please, please, hold on. Those are the principles of the world. But God gave us another principle, which if you, that's why you see, we came from obeying God to believing God. These are things that are in the word of God. And it was Abraham who introduced tithing. The father of faith, he introduced tithing in Genesis chapter 14. After a whole lot of things had gone on, he met Melchizedek, the, the, the high priest. And in verse 20, he says, Blessed be the most high God, which had delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. You start paying your tithe in your time of poverty. That's what people don't understand. When you have nothing, that's when you start tithing. If you didn't tithe when you had nothing, you will not tithe when you have something. Because it's a faith thing. But we said, obey the word. So what does the word of God say? We will go first into the Old Testament and then we will come into the New Testament. The Old Testament, Malachi chapter 3, it says from verse 8, Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. I always shiver when I read verse 9. You were cursed with a kiss. For you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye therefore the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts. If I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer. Is the virus a devourer or not? I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. And he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations shall call you blessed, for ye shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. You see, the Lord makes it very clear. I'm going to share a testimony or two with you, but let's just quickly read Matthew 23. Matthew 23 is the world chapter where Jesus was blasting the hypocrites of the day. The Christians of the day. They were not Christians. They were Pharisees and Sadducees. Look what he says. What sorrow awaits you, teachers of religious law, and you Pharisees, hypocrites? For you are careful to tithe even the tiniest income from your herb gardens. But you ignore the more important aspects, <clears throat> I beg your pardon, of the law, justice, mercy, and faith. You should tithe, yes, but do not neglect the more important things. So Jesus was pointing and saying that there are other things that are more important. Definitely your faith is more important. Definitely your mercy. But he doesn't go on to say, is that not, and he says, do that one. But also 
do these ones. So it's right there in the New Testament. You know, so you can choose to disobey. That's your choice. But know that that is your choice. For those of us who are people of faith, I need to say to you that this is God's, this is the beginning and the pivot around which his financial blessings to us comes. You can scream all you like and you can say what you like. The word of God is the word of God and you believe it or you don't. And that's why I want to share two windows with you, two experiences with you. Many years ago, my husband and I, we were students in a foreign country. And how many of you know that student life? People say students have money, and that's not my experience, actually. I'm a pastor of students also, and I see, I see those who have money, and I see those who have nothing at all. So you, a student is just a figment of his family. Yeah, so it's how the families are. That's how the students are. <laughs> anyway, so we were there. <clears throat> and the place where we were studying, things were not so easy. And one day, we didn't have any money, and we made a decision. And the decision was that we had put our tithes aside and we said hmm, we don't want to go to anybody to borrow so since god is our god and he understands we'll borrow our tithe and we'll pay it next month our experience real experience was that we took the tithe to sort out whatever we said we're sorting out and there began an enormous descent into abject poverty and difficulty the next month that we said we were going to pay was worse than the month we had just come from to cut a long story short our experience the bitter experience we had that time made us make a promise that no matter what is happening as for our time we'll not even leave it there for us to decide to chop it or not as you come you are gone the 10% it belongs to God is not for me finish and we have kept it up until today so a few years later in the same land because we stayed there for quite some time studying we came to a point where we had now become a family of four three or four I don't remember if it was one child or two I think we still have one child but it was a country it's one of the most expensive countries in the world you know and the bills are bills and so one day as I went to have my quiet time, I was a bit disturbed that, hey, now dear, the bills are so many, how are they going to be paid? And as I prayed and I had my quiet time, I just felt the Lord saying, where is your tithe card? I said, it's here. He said, lift it up. And I began to follow the instructions as I heard them. Take your tithe card. I took it. When I opened my tithe card, every month I had given and signed. And so my tithe card was updated. And the Holy Ghost said to me, stand in the middle of the room. Summon the host of heaven. Summon the host of hell. Because you, what you are going to do is, uh, what should I say, it's a warfare thing. So I stood there, followed. They said, now lift up your tithe card. I lifted it. And say to God, say to me that I have been true in my tithing. Every month I have placed my tenth. Here is my evidence. I stand before the host of heaven. And in the presence of those evil things in hell. To declare that I have done my part. The word says that the Lord will open the floodgates of heaven. The word says I should test him and see. The word says he will pour out an overflowing blessing. Lord today, and I had my bills there. Here are my bills. I lift up the envelopes. I thank you for heavenly withdrawal and that the bills are paid. Amen. 
that was my spiritual warfare that morning i don't need to tell you that every bill was paid every bill was paid without debt without stress i don't even remember to recount all the events that went on to that point but all i need to tell you was that it came to pass and so for me the pain of the tithe is like hey that's it i just do i don't argue i don't discuss in fact my husband, we don't have a discussion about it. you have your side you pay your tithe i pay my tithe. there's no discussion everybody in the house pays tithe the only people who don't pay they don't have salary those are the dogs outside but everybody whether it's an allowance or it's what to pay your tithe you want to come out of obscurity poverty makes you obscure poverty it really fights the light that the lord wants to bring and one of the ways out pay your offerings and your tithes don't discuss it when i say don't discuss it don't let anybody enter into that it is your faith walk your walk somebody that i'm speaking to today i'm speaking to you because you are struggling financially and that financial struggle is because you made a decision that you are in need so you will not tithe the unbeliever says when i have money i will tithe you are not an unbeliever you are a christian you are a child of god you are a believer you got something just put the tithe in there just put the tithe have you not noticed that the tithe you said you will not put you have spent it anyway and your situation is how it was take a chance on god yeah this is one it didn't solve the problem this is one of the few places in the bible that where the lord says test me and see check me out just check me out and see check me out and see you know and it is one of the ways to come out of obscurity it is better to pay your tithe and receive the protection you see the scripture that often fascinates me is this one in verse 11 i will rebuke the devourer for your sakes you know what a devourer is if you had a mouse have a mouse in your house and you have some maize that you have left in the bag there you will discover that the thing is disappearing <laughs> that's a devourer it doesn't bring anything it just eats I'm reminded many years ago of a Christian friend of mine who came to me and he said this iron is a devourer I said I, I, I don't understand he was a young teacher at that time and his salary was not so much yet and every month this particular iron would break down and he would take the iron to the repairer and the repairer will repair it and then when his pay comes he has to go and settle that bill and he realized at a point that a certain percentage of his salary was always going towards this i said i'm going to give it up get rid of this get rid of it get rid of it you see but those are the devourers the things that come some of you in your house every time there's a sickness and the sickness comes to clear the small it wasn't even really excess but the small money you had there that didn't have any address and you were beginning to feel that at least i have some small money then the sickness will come and pass through. it's a devourer it's a devourer somebody your car is a devourer please sell it get rid of the devourer pay your tithe pay your tithe i know some of you especially the young people your phone is the devourer your phone i know people you change your phone every year something is wrong with you something is wrong with you every time your phone is spot something is wrong it's not normal it is not normal they are very quiet it's a devourer it's a devourer hey 
Today the phone is poor. Tomorrow the phone is. Some of you, when I see you, I remember all I hear is my phone. My phone is not. Even if they dash you a phone, they give you a fully working phone. When it enters your hand, it does. It stops working. It begins to have a problem. It is cracked. It is broken. It is this. I had to take it to a para. I can't please. I cannot text. I can only receive calls. <laughs> you know, the devourer is working. <laughs> He's working. Check your tithing. It's not the only one, but it's a major one. Check your tithing. Check your tithing. The devourer of peace of mind. I'm talking to somebody every time there's something you're anxious about it's your peace of mind that is being attacked you see and i'm saying to you that you see that is why sometimes we put in a cash something the reason what we're doing is that we are riding on our faith we are putting something out there just as a should i call it a, a, a something a point of contact to say that i believe i believe and as a sign of my belief i'm doing this i'm talking to some christians today how to come out of obscurity i came out of obscurity by obeying the word of god you know the way i make noise around <laughs> people think that oh you must have been very popular in school there's nothing like that nothing like that nothing like that i was obscurity by name and by nature and by achievement obscure totally obscure i remember that i would watch as they celebrated the birthdays of others and i used to think that my birthday is also that nobody even remembered nobody remembered in boarding school just nobody remembered because you are obscure when they are sharing things they don't even remember that you are there oh yeah i've had my share of obscurity i've had my share but i came out and i believe i'm still on my way out by obeying god by believing god by tithing my tithe today i can boldly say that there are people i sought out you have a problem and i will send you money some of you i have called you you haven't told me your problem i have called you you see then you have some children of the devil who sit there and say it's because their pastors they are stealing people's money may god require those words of you Amen. yeah may he require those words of you because you have no idea what is happening you don't even understand it what is happening we have walked by faith and god is honoring that faith yeah there are people's school fees i have paid i haven't paid it because i have i have paid it because i understand that god has brought me out of obscurity and what he's given to me not my church me as an individual set up this thing help this person help just help yeah you too you are there and that's the way out of obscurity the way out of obscurity is not to keep no no keeping doesn't help you the way out of obscurity is god's way obey believe give it do it I pray today that you have heard something that has touched your heart and touched your mind. In these days of Corona, come out of obscurity. You need to matter where you are. You need to matter. God will really help you. I want you to bow down your head where you are. And I want you to pray for yourself. I want you to repent of every refusal to obey God. Every refusal to believe God. some of you as we have gone through these days of long prayer you have not taken part in the reasons because you don't believe it's not because of data it's not because somebody sent you it's because you don't believe you don't believe that those prayers will make a difference to you in future today you want to repent of it you want to say lord i now realize i don't believe some of you stopped tithing long ago 
you want to say Lord I restore it today so help me God Father thank you that you have caused us to be a city on the hill that cannot be hid thank you for every candle that you have lit and placed on a candlestick to shine through this darkness thank you that we are salt it will make a difference where we are forgive us for the times that we have tried to do something else and we have called our unbelief maturity forgive us for the times where we have called the doubt the evil doubt we have called it common sense and logic forgive us when we have turned your word around to suit our own selfish purposes forgive us forgive us wash us in the blood cleanse us and give us another chance may our lights shine oh god from today lord may we be like a kerosene lantern the, the face of it all cloudy that you have washed lord you have cleansed it and now the light that is shining for the whole house and the whole town and the whole road and the whole place to see it i give you praise and i thank you for the honor of your word in jesus name amen and amen now if you're out there and you 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 like church you like the things of god but you have not given your life to jesus christ you have not confessed him as your lord and savior i want you to do so today because the bible says that you need to confess with your mouth what you believe in your heart in order to be saved jesus came to die for us there's no way you cannot pay for your sin you can't pay just even try the sins just yesterday's own if we needed to make you pay because the bible says that it's by the shedding of blood that their sin is forgiven how much blood do you have those few liters it's not even enough to cover your sins and god is not interested in you going to hell that's why he sent jesus christ to pay once and for all and to rise up victorious holding the keys of heaven and hell and to say i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me I invite you this morning to bow down your head where you are and say this prayer after me just be humble and say this prayer after me we want to confess Jesus you want to say Lord I come to you today as a sinner please wash me in the blood of Jesus cleanse me from my sin please write my name in the book of life lord jesus from today you are my savior and you are my lord i thank you for saving me in jesus name have i prayed amen and amen now if you prayed that prayer i am so happy to welcome you into the kingdom of heaven the bible says that there is joy in heaven over one sinner that repents for every turning away from our sinful life and receiving jesus as our lord and savior there is a celebration in heaven and i know there's a celebration this morning because of you i'd like to hear from you send me a text or a whatsapp or call 024-5544 5532 024-5544532. And I'll send you a book that will help you and teach you so much more. A book by Bishop Dark Heward Mills. It will tell you so much more of this faith into which you have entered today. God bless you. We are so blessed and so glad to know you. Amen and amen. With all of me, I wanna praise you.
believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S-E. God richly bless you.